My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy Radio Show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to stop by, tune in, and hopefully learn some things, some tips, some information that might make life a little better, a little bit more energetic, a little bit happier, maybe get us a little bit healthier along the way. It's all good stuff. You know, I have learned over my many, 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 many decades of doing radio shows that I never assumed that everybody heard the first time I spoke about something or that they were tuned into a show that, you know, I had done one time. And that's why I have to rotate things and, and talk about things. And, you know, I got the nicest letter and it said, um, you know, Jeff, I've been listening to you for over 30 years. And you talked about things when I was much younger that I always thought were interesting. But at that point in time, they didn't apply to me. But now they do. So I was glad to know that once these things started occurring in my life, I had some memory of things you spoke about. And it was kind of nice to know that I felt good that there were alternatives. After I reached out to you, I learned that not only are there alternatives, but there's new and even better ways today. So it's nice to know that even though we may not need something at the point in time we hear it for the first time. You know, it's nice to know that there is the availability of an alternative or a complement. And th- and that's really, really true. You know, a lot of times people today have very little information and knowledge on health and nutrition and how much control they have over the health of their body and how many different kind of choices they have. They just don't know that it's an availability. So, you know, learning about these things is, is always wonderful. Because it allows us to not only give ourselves more choices and more ammunition to have a better conversation and dialogue with our medical practitioner, but it also allows us to, to know that, you know, we're not locked into one, you know, put all your eggs in one basket situation. So those are just some of the things we talk about here on the show, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning. As we close out this year, you know, a lot of things to look back on, you know. If you think that yesterday was the worst day that you've ever had in your entire life, that means that moving forward, everything is going to be better. You know, every time we think that we can't possibly get through a day, we do. And every time we think that there's just no way we're going to be able to, you know, get through a certain situation, we do. We're still here. It doesn't make them any easier and it doesn't make it any less stressful or mentally anguishing, if you will. But the thing is, we're stronger than we think we are. 
and having good quality tools and being able to know things and have some knowledge, it gives us even more of a successful ending to uh, keeping ourselves as healthy as possible. I mean, not knowing anything and not knowing there's any alternatives or compliments, you know, that really kind of sets you down a road where you're setting yourself up for failure. But it is good to know <clears throat> that you can actually move into a more positive direction with a little bit of guidance. Every day I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. And with good reason, not only do they have the longevity being in their fourth decade in the Valley, not only do you have a store that's been around a long time as they are Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer. That's all great stuff. But they are a fully packed full service store with all the benefits of full service, including the most knowledgeable staff, the most incredible, incredible service, which is all tied into that full service environment. And because they carry the best products, you're not going to make a mistake. And when you have guidance and you have the availability of consultations and dialogues and conversations and all that stuff that's available and getting your questions answered, you're going to be more decisive and more successful with your healthy journey. And that, to me, is a really big thing because that's not something that you get everywhere in the middle of a self-service world. So keep in mind, Stay Healthy Health Food Store, a place to go for everything you need, health and nutrition. Keep in mind that they are going to work with you and they are overjoyed when you are successful. And every time you go back, you're going to be able to share your success stories. So they'll be with you at the very beginning when things are confusing and there's a lot of misinformation. They'll be with you all through your healthy journey. And when you finally achieve those incredible goals that you've set, they'll be there to help you maintain them. That's what Stay Healthy Health Food Store is all about. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. <clears throat> so as you're heading into Smith's today to pick up some of your holiday um, nauseas, if you will, don't forget, look over your right shoulder. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. They're right there on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Call them at 877-2494-877-2494. Schedule mail order services, or if you're just really running crazy, let them know what you need. They'll get it together for you, and you could swoop in and pick it up. They're there to work with you. And you're, you're going to be pleasantly surprised if it's your very first time at Stay Healthy how much you've probably missed great service. Because I think a lot of us have just, you know, fallen into the self-service world and accepted it for what it is. I'm, I, I'm not going to tell you where I was the other day, but they've gotten rid of all of their checkers. There's nothing but self-serve. And, you know, whatever. You know, I get it. You know, I'm not helpless. I can check my own stuff. But I just felt really sorry when I see these older people, many of them in wheelchairs and walkers, trying to check their stuff. And I'm thinking to myself... You know, don't you think you should have kept like three or four lanes open just for people that really needed help? You know, I thought to myself, you know, but this is the way it is. Self-service. Do everything yourself. Stay healthy health food store. Full service. Get all the help, all the support, all the answers, and be able to choose from the best of the best. Don't forget about their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. A great place to go for general great up-to-date, relevant information, as well as a place to plan a coupon to use in the store, enter your email address for future newsletters, listen to any of the on-demand radio show broadcasts that are always there, podcast form for you to listen to. 
Stay healthy, health food store. Maybe this upcoming year is your year to be nicer to yourself, kinder, more appreciative. Maybe set yourself into a priority position in your world. Make room for yourself this time around. We're really good at making room for everybody else and helping everybody else with their problems, their situations, their journeys. And you know what? That just makes you a very incredible person. But the problem is, is we get lost in the mix. And so many times people will tell me, you know, they're, you know, they're taking care of everybody else. I mean, I talk to so many, I work with so many doctors and nurses and over the last two years, they have tirelessly worked their rear ends off, you know, saving lives and being essential and working these long 12, 15, 18 hour shifts and doing everything they can. But I guarantee you, most of them have put themselves on the back burner and have done very little to anything for themselves for a long time now. And them, like everybody else who are the doers and the go-to people that are out there, you need to set some standards and some boundaries. And it's okay to say you can't and know once in a while and not feel guilty about it. And it's also really important to think about yourself. I know it'll feel a little selfish at the beginning. I get it. But it's well worth it to have a little me time. Because then you're just better and fresher and more charged and more invigorated and ready to go to do the things you normally do which is help everybody else. So stay healthy health food store. Those are the kind of people you get to work with. You know, I'm so glad they've been around the last couple of years and I'm hoping that things start to settle down so they can get back to their lives as well. Cause they have literally done nothing but work for the last 24 months, literally being essential, being on top of their game, putting themselves on the line, putting themselves out front and center, you know, and thank God. I mean, I mean, just thank goodness they've been there because, you know, these essential and I see a lot of these kind of little stores that are around the country and, you know, Stay Healthy really kind of stands out because of the, the passion that they have. And but the, look at what they've been able to do for us. Get us the products that a lot of people are having a hard time getting. Get a bunch of things and alternatives for us to choose from. Keep us healthy. Learn and stay up to date on things like the immune system and keeping us up to date on all our supplementation and being there every day to make sure we have what we need to be able to be healthy. So my personal thank you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store because letting me send people to them because I know that they're going to help them complete their healthy journeys. And that's really cool. All right, today, as I alluded to on my Facebook page this morning, and if you're not following me on Facebook, you need to. I post my topic every morning, so it works twofold. It'll let you know what's coming up that day on the show. And if your schedule is great and you're able to tune in, wonderful. But if it's something that you want to hear, but it's also a day that you've got a lot going on, then you can actually go to stayhealthylasvegas.com later and listen to that show that you wanted to listen to, but your schedule wouldn't wouldn't allow you to. And the great thing is, at that point in time, what it will do is allow you to be able to tune back in and hear the show when it's convenient for you. Those podcasts are amazing. You know, um, my incredible producer, Juan takes care of everything, sends me a link. I set it to Lisa. Lisa posted on the Stay Healthy Facebook page, and then they're there for you to listen to. Pretty cool. All right, let's talk about blood sugar. 10% of the United States population, or about 34.2 million people, have been diagnosed with diabetes. Now, diagnosed. There's a lot of people out there that have not gone in to get checked. So there's a lot of people out there that would probably do well by going in and getting checked. And we're going to talk a little bit about 
some of the things that happen when you are diabetic or pre-diabetic, and it might just allow you to be able to see things a little bit better. Another 88 million are pre-diabetic, meaning their blood sugar is elevated and could lead to diabetes down the road. Of those diagnosed, a majority, a whopping 32.6 million, have type 2 diabetes, which is more preventable and closely linked to the diet and exercise. If you're diabetic, concern that your blood sugar is too high and falling into the unhealthy range, or you just want to make sure that it doesn't, there are incredible tips that are out there that you could look at that might make things just a little bit better for you. So let's talk a little bit about, about blood sugar in general. What is blood sugar? Blood sugar, also known as glucose, is the main source of sugar in your blood. Your body extracts sugar from the foods that you eat, break them down, removing energy to power your organs. We get rid of, or we get most of our glucose from carbohydrates found in fruits and vegetables and grains and dairy. The pancreas, situated snugly below the liver, releases insulin to stabilize blood sugar after a meal and then sends the extra to the liver where it's turned into glycogen. That's what basically happens. When your pancreas begins to have trouble releasing enough insulin to keep the body's blood sugar stable, it creeps up and can fall into the diabetes range from 80 to 130 milligrams before a meal and less than 180 milligrams at one or two hours after beginning the meal. High blood sugar or hypoglycemia can cause increased thirst, frequent urination, nausea, vomiting, fatigue, shortness of breath, a dry mouth, and a rapid heartbeat. Some of the symptoms. How do we lower blood sugar? We're going to talk about some things today nutritionally, but let's talk about some tips in general. Keeping moving. Exercise, one of the best ways to reduce your blood sugar without drugs. Kind of a natural miracle worker. Because when your heart and your respiration pick up, your muscles start to use more of the glucose that's circulating in the blood. This not only reduces your blood sugar temporarily, but it also makes the insulin released by the pancreas more effective at bringing the system back into balance. So how's the easiest way to choose an exercise? You know, let's say you haven't been doing anything for a while. Well, keep it moderate. Just do something. A nice fast-paced walk or a jog is perfect. Yoga, biking, tennis, aerobics. You don't want it to be so slow that your heart rate doesn't increase, but it needs to be kind of somewhere in the middle. You know, so you're not overdoing it, but you're not underdoing it. To keep high blood sugar at bay, exercise needs to be regular. 30 minutes of, of, of moderate exercise most days of the week. <clears throat> And hydration. You knew I was going to throw water in there eventually. But it's really important to make sure that you always have a bottle of water in your hand and you're actually drinking it and not just carrying it around. Now let's talk about some of the foods. This is kind of a grocery list. Blood sugar reducing grocery list. Fruits. Healthy protein. Avocados, eggs, yams, sweet potatoes, sauerkraut and kimchi, some fermented foods. Kefir, raw cheeses. Coconut oil, these are things that you can eat and do really well with. What it will allow you to do is to be able to eat foods that don't spike our blood sugar like the standard American diet. 
The more white food you have in your diet, the more pre-made, microwavable, reconstituted, eating through the window of your car food, the higher your chance is going to be for becoming a diabetic or having blood sugar problems in general. The last year, a lot more people have had cardiovascular problems, and a lot of it is based on, of course, inactivity and eating a lot of really unhealthy foods. But it also is because of stress and anxiety. We know that anxiety is a symptom and also a cause of diabetes because stress and stressing the body increases the amount of blood sugar flowing through the system. Got to learn how to manage our stress, learning how to decompress, deep breathing, uh, meditating. You know, I have a friend that wrote me a note yesterday and I told her I was going to use it today because you know, her stress levels were off the charts. And she said, you know, I've been listening to you for such a long time. She goes, I went to stay healthy. I picked up some of the anxiety and some of the sunny mood and I rotate them back and forth. Uh, more B vitamins. She picked up the country life uh, methyl B. And she said it made a difference. She goes, but what really made a difference is every night taking a hot bath with lavender oil, listening to music, you know, having a, a glass of wine and just turning off the phone and just mellowing down and then halfway through letting out some of the water and adding more hot water. And she goes, it just made such a difference. I get out every night and I am decompressed. And she goes, I may do work when I get home, but once I take the bath, she goes, I put work away for the evening. She goes, this has made an amazing difference in my blood pressure, in my mood, in my focus, in my hormones. And, you know, it's a hard thing to do because not everybody is really good at it. Along the same lines, getting a good night's rest. Sleep is important for overall health, but it's particularly crucial for lowering blood sugar. Falls under the label of stress management. If you can't sleep on your own, go to Stay Healthy and let them offer you some things to choose from to help you sleep at night. They want you to get a good night's rest too. Because getting a good night's rest, drooling on your pillow and charging your batteries is going to be a great way to get your body more in tune. It's really helpful to uh, be able to boost insulin sensitivity and to get your body a little bit more balanced. So sleep, stress and anxiety balancing, eating foods that are supportive and not damaging, keeping alcohol consumption in check, you know, not overdoing it. So let's, let's talk a little bit about some of the supplements that are available, some individual nutrients. Um, Let's start with one that you probably hear quite a bit about, cinnamon. Now, cinnamon is really something that is amazing. Now, we're not talking about the radiated cinnamon at the drugstore. We're talking about a high-quality cinnamon. Now, you can get cinnamon in bulk at Stay Healthy. You can also get it in supplement form. It's perfectly fine to sprinkle cinnamon on your oatmeal, but get the good cinnamon. They've even got the little shaker jars that stay healthy. Get the non-radiated, the good, healthy cinnamon and use it in your food. It's wonderful and it adds a great flavor. They're not really going to admit that research has been finding that um, cinnamon is good for your health. But they are finding that people are getting good results with it along the way. They're going to hold off on this one. Cinnamon is safe. It's very easy to use. Um, It can be used in supplement form. If you are diabetic, it's always great to let your medical practitioner know, I'm going to be using some supplements for my blood sugar. 
I already keep a log of my blood sugar, so I'm going to write down the day that I started using. And we're going to talk today about bitter melon. We're going to talk about fenugreek. We're going to talk about cinnamon. You know, these are things that you can all work into your daily routine. It's really nice to put in your log. You know, the days that you started things, because all of a sudden, if you start seeing a drastic diminishing of your blood sugar, that's something to share with your medical practitioner. The other thing is cinnamon interacts very well with everything else you're using. You know, and because of its safety factor, people do really, really good uh, and really well with it. Now, somebody just chimed in. It says, um, my problem are just foods in general. I am a carbohydrate junkie. I get it. Most of America is. I remember sitting with Dr. Atkins 30-some years ago telling me way ahead of time that the world was going to turn into sugar and carbohydrate junkies way back then, and nobody thought that was true, but look at us today. If you want to have a well-balanced diet, you do need good carbohydrates. You can get those from fruits and vegetables. You can also get them from things like brown rice quinoa, millet, amaranth, oatmeal, a, a baked potato. Um, that will give you a really good choice. There's also amazing things that are available today. There are, um, I think Marge told me there were jicama uh, source tortillas and that you can get now and flatbreads made from cauliflower. Uh, I'm going to try those. I mean, I'm not I mean, I love bread, but my problem is I'll eat too much of it. But I see these cauliflower things that you can toast. And you can toast them like bread. They taste absolutely incredible. I've had cauliflower pizza. I mean, it was wonderful. Uh, there was no gluten in there at all. I thought it was great, but it was also very low carbohydrate. So, you know, there's a lot more people that are out there. People say French fries are my weakness. Well, make sweet potato fries. You can do that as well. And cutting back on the oils, do things in your... Um, you know, your air cookers, your, um, you know, your, your little devices now that we have on our counter that we can use that don't use oil. You know, the air fryers are really cool. You know, so um, there's a lot of things to choose from. A lot of foods. And remember, carbohydrates do give you energy. But there is nothing wrong with fo focusing mostly on vegetables and some fruits and protein. Your weight will go down a lot faster that way, and your weight will adjust, and your blood sugar will definitely adjust as well. But, you know, you can only keep that up for so long, and then your body's going to need some kind of carbohydrates. But it doesn't mean you need to go back to the ones you were eating before. Keep those dark green vegetables going because it really does make a difference. So do I think cinnamon is a good addition? I do. I also am a really big believer, and I, I know Marge will like that I'm mentioning this because she talks a lot about fenugreek. Uh, fenugreek um, is an incredible plant, it, native to Mediterranean area, Europe and Asia, seems to slow sugar absorption in the stomach and stimulate insulin. Now, both of these effects lower blood sugar in people with diabetes. Fenugreek may also improve the levels of testosterone and estrogen. So you're getting some extra benefit, you know, improving libido and, and sexual performance. But the nice thing about people that use fenugreek is they get benefits in menstrual cramps, some sexual problems, prostate benefits, uh, weight conditioning, um, hormonal balancing, and even some energy. But fenugreek is something that's not talked very widely uh, about. You know, someone just chimed in. She goes, I can't believe you're mentioning fenugreek. I thought that I was the only one that used this. She goes, I take fenugreek, bitter melon, and cinnamon along with the glucose stability twice a day. 
And my doctor took me off my medication. I worked real closely with my doctor, who is a DO and nutritionally oriented. But we found that I was doing as well. Now, this was also at a point when I lost a ton of weight. And, you know, and that's important as well. You know, I've heard many times that a 10% loss in body weight can make a dramatic difference in your blood sugar. Now, there was a time when people would go to their doctors and their doctor would test their blood sugar. There weren't the home kits at that point. And, you know, people would for like a week before their doctor's appointment, they would eat really, really good and eat like, you know, chicken, um, boiled or broiled chicken and a salad. You know, every day for like seven days, they go to the doctor, the doctor would check their sugar and it would be pretty good. And the doctor would be like, oh, my goodness, you're working so hard. And the patient would say, oh, I am. I'm working so hard. But they weren't working hard. But, you know, you can't get away with that anymore. Now there's something called an A1C. An A1C test is a 90-day test of what you've been doing for the last 90 days and how your blood sugar has been for the last 90 days on average. So you don't get those cheating things anymore. So, you know, you were only fooling yourself. You weren't fooling anyone else. But the thing about it is, is this A1C test allows people to get a good look at how they've been doing. You know, if the last 90 days you find out what your A1C is and it hasn't been good, then you think to yourself, okay, then I probably need to cut back a little bit more on some of these areas that I've been experimenting with. When you become diabetic, people like to experiment. You know, you're pricking your finger twice a day, you're checking your blood sugar, and, you know, it's doing really well. So you start to try things like a slice of toast. Or maybe you try a serving of mashed potatoes, or you try a little macaroni and cheese, or you try having some cereal. And as you're testing during the day and the next day, you think to yourself, wow, I can't believe how much I jumped up. It means that your body is still a little bit more sensitive, maybe still in the balancing mode. But it can also mean that there's still a lot of body weight that needs to be brought down because the best thing we can do is, I mean, not become a stick, but lose excess body weight. You got to remember there was a time. When the average weight for most people, for women, was, you know, 95 pounds to maybe 130, 135, that was the normal weight area. For men, it was like 145 to like 175. That was like a normal weight for average weighted men. Now, one thing that I think is interesting is that we're bigger. We have a lot more meat on the frame, if you will. So we're seeing a lot of things changing. More cardiovascular disease, more diabetes, more hip and joint problems because we're carrying weight on the frame that we didn't care before because we were more active then. And now we're heavier and we may not be as active. We're also eating foods that are allowing us to get um, this craziness that's out there. So we're, we're living in a crazy world. We're bringing on a lot of these health conditions ourselves because of the things we eat and our inactivity, the things we do, the things we don't do. And even some things as simple as hydrating our body. I think everybody over the age of 30 should get their blood sugar checked at their physical. They should, and when they're scheduling their physical, they should ask about blood work and they should do a fasting blood sugar test or blood glucose test. And they should find out what their blood sugar is because you know, you may not know that you may be diabetic or have diabetes or be pre-diabetic. I mean, it's pretty easy to tell for most people. You got a lot of weight on the frame, you eat a lot of junk, you eat a lot of sugar, you eat a lot of sweets, you drink maybe too much, you're inactive, you have trouble breathing, your focus isn't good, your eyes are changing, you're urinating more frequently. I mean, my goodness, these are all of the classic symptoms of being diabetic or pre-diabetic. But, you know, we really don't think about it. And some people, when they're tested, they've been diabetic for a long time. And they just didn't know it or they didn't want to know. But once you know, you look at the world differently. 
And I think we become a little eccentric. I think we become a little bit off the charts at the very beginning where, you know, it's just like you're almost afraid to put any food in your mouth because you've had this fear of what diabetes is really about and all that craziness. But I think the thing is, once you find your comfortable levels, things really do become easier to balance. Now, that being said, one thing that I think is really important is us having the availability of being able to know what we're doing and know that there are alternatives. Medication is not the only choice. But that being said, medication can make a dramatic difference for those diabetics that are severely high and in unhealthy categories. Remember, cardiovascular disease, heart disease, circulatory problems, breathing and respiratory problems, diabetes, blood sugar, cholesterol, all these things are intertwined and they can lead to each other and be connected. You know, many people out there that have cardiovascular problems also find out they're diabetic and they may not have known. Just because it's in your family and you're genetically predisposed doesn't mean that you can't get diabetes. And, you know, adversely, the thing is, if you're the only one in your family and no one has diabetes, it doesn't mean that you can't get it. Because it is something that is, type 2 diabetes is something that is a earned disease, which means you, we usually are causing it. We usually brought it on by stress and anxiety and lack of sleep and inactivity and obesity and food and all the kind of things that we do that bring it on. But the wonderful thing about type 2 diabetes is you can get it under control and live a perfectly normal life and still enjoy amazing amounts of food because you know everything's about food. But I think the idea of bringing in fenugreek and bringing in cinnamon are two great things to bring in. Now, before I go any further, I do want to talk about this product called Glucose Stability. This is an awesome product by Life Seasons. And, you know, it's got things like chromium and cinnamon and gymnema. Now, gymnema sylvestri is something that you'll read about as well. Gymnema is really kind of cool. Um, it's something that you, you know, most of the things we take, we don't really get to experience what they're doing. If it's not a stimulant or an appetite suppressant, usually you don't get to feel a lot of what it's doing, but you know it's doing by maybe blood work and checkups and things like that. Gymnema, there's a way to do gymnema, and I've had it done to me and I've done it myself, where you actually can see what it does in the body. They call it the sugar destroyer. And you'll find it mostly in things like Ayurveda medicine um, and talked about around the world. I was at a lecture one time and they were talking about um, using Gymnema Silvestri and, and, and uh, Himalaya made a, a wonderful one. It was a tablet and they had everybody chew the tablet and move it all around your mouth and get it on your tongue and swish it around and ugh, it was terrible. And then after like 60 seconds, you spit it out, rinsed your mouth out. And then they gave everybody this beautiful piece of chocolate. I think it was Godiva. It was so good. It would have been great for the people that really could taste it. But guess what? You couldn't. People are putting it in their mouth going, this is terrible. It has no sweet in it at all. There's, this is the worst chocolate I've ever eaten. How come I can't taste Why does it taste like this? Why does it taste like nothing? Sugar Destroyer, Gymnema Silvestri. So very, very beneficial for helping with blood sugar in the body. And that's another reason that they use it in here. And I think that it really does make a dramatic difference in the product. You know, having gymnema in here are things that help to support cellular metabolism. There's also alpha-lipoic acid in here and cinnamon and bilberry and chromium and all that kind of stuff. So that's some things that really support this product. But this is a great product for people that want to notice a difference in their blood sugar in a couple weeks and giving you more stable numbers. 
I have a lot of people that have talked to their medical practitioner because they come back to let me know. And they're using this along with their medications. And they let their physicians know. They say, look, I want the benefit of the natural side of this. And hopefully I'll get to the point when you can cut out the prescription stuff and maybe I won't need it. I'm still exercising, watching the diet, losing weight, doing all that stuff, staying hydrated. But I would like to be able to eventually segue over to this completely. And that's a perfectly feasible goal. But the thing is, you know, a lot of people, like I have a lot of friends that are that are now what they call themselves to be vegetarians. But really what they are is carbitarians because they're not eating any animal products, but they're eating tons of sugar and tons of carbs. And they're having their vegetables and grains and stuff like that as well. But, you know, I know three or four of my friends that have become these carbitarians, although they call themselves vegetarians. They're not. Um, a true vegetarian would never put themselves through that much stress on the body and eating that many starchy carbs. But they're all gaining weight and they're gaining weight in huge amounts because they're living on sugar and carbs. Now, I know they get to tell themselves that they're a vegetarian because they're not eating animal products, but this carbitarianism is causing them to have blood sugar problems. Two out of the three are now diabetic. Now, they didn't have any diabetes in their family, but they become diabetic because they're eating this way and they're basically spoon feeding it in their body. And it's off the charts. So those two have become true to form vegetarians and have 90% of their carbohydrates cut out. And it's amazing how their blood sugar is changing. I mean, they're working with their doctors and they both lost a bunch of weight too because they're now seeing, you know, visibly that they were doing it to themselves. I mean, for the right idea, but the wrong path, you know, and they made a dramatic difference and I'm sure they'll be able to get off their medications The weight's coming down dramatically. The sugar levels are amazing. Their diets are perfect now. They have a better mental attitude. And, you know, the things that they were causing before is no longer an issue. But the glucose stability has been a great product for those people. When people go in to stay healthy, they're they're one of two people. They either want to buy a bunch of individual or singular things like cinnamon or bitter melon, or they want to get fenugreek, or they want to get things individually like alpha lipoic acid, maybe some bilberry for their eyes. They want to get all those things, or they, they want a formula. But the great thing today, we have these formulas. We did not have these formulas years ago. You had to do it all singularly. And I guarantee you that most of the things I just mentioned weren't even available way back when. You didn't have them. So the great thing is, is we get the availability now of being able to be better and healthier and be able to do things better. And because we're able to do this the right way, we are now able to get the benefit out of all of these things and see a difference and not only focus on prescription medications. Now, I did mention a couple times already, and I want to make sure that I do touch on um, this as well, is bitter melon. Now, if you have diabetes, Everybody focuses on things like diet and exercise, but we also need to look for things that might just help us in that maintenance category. Bitter melon is a vegetable. It's used in Asia, South America, Indian parts of Africa, looks and tastes like a cucumber, but it's really bitter. There it name. Uh, It has vitamin A and C and beta carotene and some minerals. Traditional medicinal uses of the fruit and the seeds treat many different health problems like diabetes and even skin problems and gut issues. You might also hear it called things like balsam pear, wild cucumber, bitter apple, bitter gourd, uh, uh, balsam, um, um, balsam apple as well. Those are some names that they use. 
Bitter melon has several natural chemicals that seem to act like insulin and help to lower blood sugar levels. Some studies suggest they do this by causing more glucose to enter the cells and then helping your body process it and store it in the liver, the muscles, and the fat. Some studies show the bitter melon can lower sugar and A1C levels in people with type 2 diabetes. So being able to use bitter melon is a really good thing. Now, someone just chimed in and says, can I use fenugreek, this bitter melon, and cinnamon all together? Yes, you can. And remember, these are supplements to your diet program, to your nutritional regimen, which means it's above and beyond drinking water, eating a diabetes or a pre-diabetes diet which means more Mediterranean-ish, getting all the junk out, lowering the carbohydrates, eating a good amount of protein and lots of greens, you know, and, and getting good things into your system and, and increasing activity. You know, I tell people to, you know, give these, keep a log every day if you're testing your blood sugar, you know, and write down the day of what you started what on that log and give yourself 90 days. But remember, this is not a getaway with murder and have your cookie and your cake and eat it too. This is along with things you're already doing. The exercise, the diet, the sleep, the stress balancing, you know, all those things that you should already be doing. These are ways of supplementing and getting things in level. My whole goal is that people are able to use natural alternatives along with lifestyle changes and get to the point where they don't have to take medication. And that should actually be the goal of every diabetic. You know, it's not, see, the problem is we, we put so much emphasis on food. You know, we, we, we focus on our food and we live for our food and we drown our sorrows in our food and we celebrate with our food. And then you're told that you can't have those foods, even though you know they're terrible for you anyway, but you're still told you can't do it. And we hate being told we can't do things. So what ends up happening is we turn the diagnosis of diabetes or pre-diabetes into a pity fest, you know, a, a woe is me, I can't eat the foods that I wanted to eat, rather than, okay, this is where I am, what do I need to do to not have to take this medicine long term? That is where we should be with our mind, but it's not the place where we usually are. We're more worried about uh, having to cut out foods out of our diet. You know, I don't know how many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of consultations I've done, thousands. And you could talk to somebody about exercise and getting sleep and water and all that kind of stuff. And you want to know the one that they they have the hardest time with? Water. Unbelievable. That is the thing that stresses them out the most is having to drink water. It's the same thing with becoming diabetic. I can't have my desserts. I can't have my cake. I can't have my cookies. You know, and it gets worse when they're when they're in the restaurant with friends and everybody said, would you like dessert? Oh, I can't have dessert. I'm diabetic. You know, it becomes a pity fest. Well, don't turn a pity fest. Turn it around. Exercise. Change your diet. You know, get active. Lose some weight. Get the weight off the frame. The weight is just adding to the amount of insulin you have to produce to push through all that extra tissue. You know, so leaning down... Even the American Diabetic Association says that leaning down is going to make a dramatic difference in your diabetes and the status of your blood sugar. But the bigger we are and the more tissue we have and the more weight on our frame, the more insulin we need to be able to get through all that tissue. Because when you lose the weight, not only do you feel better, but you have more energy and 
the insulin that you do have and that you do manufacture is able to work more effectively. Uh, here's a question. It says, I've been on medication for a while, Jeff, and my blood sugars come down. I have lost 80 pounds over the last year and a half, so my medication was cut down in half. My doctor says if I lose the last 25, there's a good chance I won't need it at all. He is all for me using products. I added the glucose stability about three weeks ago. Marge recommended it. And I also added in some extra cinnamon and fenugreek upon her request. My sugar has gone down dramatically. I sent two weeks of the levels, just two weeks, to my doctor to be aware of. And he said, let's schedule a blood workup for February 1st. Keep a log. If everything continues to be the way it is, he's going to take me off my medication. Now, I know that's not normal for most people to get BA that lucky, but I've worked hard. And, you know, that's the point. How hard are we working to not be a diabetic once we find out we are? You know, because I don't think we work to not be a diabetic because we're usually doing all the things we love to do, which usually ends up making us a diabetic. But how work, How hard do you work later? I mean, there's many people out there that just take their medicine, they take their injections every day, they do what they do, they cheat terribly on their diabetic diets, they eat more than they should, and then they just take extra insulin and stuff to bring their body down in balance because they want their cake and eat it too literally. That's not trying to get out of the hole. That's setting up chairs and furnishing the hole because you're planning on living there. Because you're planning on living with it and dealing and living with mediocrity of health. That's not fighting anything. We used to fight for everything as it related to our health. But today we just accept it. And we, ha we can't do that. Nothing says that you have to be a diabetic just because you're getting older. We're a diabetic usually because of the way we lived our life and the choices we have or have not made. But there are things that you can use, these tools, these, these arms that we could take up against diabetes, and we can fight it. It's food. That's all it is, is food. It's stuff we eat. Go back 100 years and ask people what food was back then. Food is what I eat during my meals to get me strong, to replenish my body so I can go out and work the fields tomorrow and not be exhausted. I can put back in nutrients from my food that came from my soil that I worked so hard to grow and I'm able to feel better the next day and have the energy to get up and work again. That's what food was for. Today, food is a pastime, a way of celebrating and diminishing important things and failures, celebrations and all those kind of things. Meeting people, it's social, it's all that. And that is perfectly fine. But the problem is we've glamorized it. And it's not like we're sitting around and all of us are eating Brussels sprouts and green beans and a salad. No, that's not the way we celebrate with food. You know what we do. You know how we eat when we celebrate with food. You know, every day is a tailgate party. You know, because we love food and food is so good and they've made it so delicious. And we just get so into eating and so comfortable with eating our food. And there's nothing worse than being told you can't eat that anymore. What do you mean I can't eat that? Your cholesterol's off the charts. You're a cardiovascular disaster. You're a diabetic. And you keep doing this, and you're going to have major problems with your health and well-being to the point where it's going to completely change your lifestyle to the negative. But I like these foods. I get it. Too bad. You know, and I hate to say that, but, you know, we have to realize that sometimes we have to make sacrifices for the bigger picture, for the good that can come our way if we make these choices. 
for most people that are diabetic now that have been diabetic for a while and they have it completely under control, they will tell you the beginning was hard. But after they got used to it and learned how to, you know, make themselves a little healthier along the way, it really made a difference. Being able to go and talk to the folks that stay healthy about blood sugar and be able to ask them what things are available, they can give you a laundry list of things to choose from. And then they may ask you questions about what's your lifestyle like? How much of a sugaraholic are you? How bad are you with the consumption of carbohydrates? How hard is it for you to give them up? How are your levels? How often are you testing? What are you eating now? How much water do you drink? How active are you? What is your weight and where does your doctor want you to be? I mean, if you're around 200, 225 pounds as a man, they will want you to get down to about, you know, 175, 180. Because that's going to be a really safe range for your health, for your joints, for your body, for your heart, as well as for your pancreas and your blood sugar. But we have all gotten bigger for many different reasons. Food, of course, inactivity. We're, we're not doing, we're doing sedentary jobs. We're behind computers and people are working from home and they're not standing up, walking around. They're sitting down, you know, so we are less active, you know, and we only get motivated to, to get really active sometimes when we get scared because fear is a very strong driving force, you know, so what do we do? I mean, we just have to get started. It doesn't mean you have to change your complete world. It just means you need to make changes within your world. There's going to be certain businesses in your world that have to close. There's going to be other ones that have to bring in all new inventory. And there's going to be other ones that um, give you flexibility to be able to choose within the store and make choices. That's the way we make changes. It's always worth it. It's never fun. It's always annoying and it's hard. But, you know, having people that understand diabetes, having people that understand blood sugar, having people that understand nutrients like like cinnamon and and fenugreek and bitter melon and, you know, being able to understand these and know formulas like the glucose stability and being able to talk to you about basic foundations and talk to you about your gut health as well, because that's many times an issue, too, and talk about enzymes and probiotics and talk about bringing in, you know, maybe some little to no carbohydrate protein and making yourself a smoothie every day to get better protein in your diet, you know, and bringing in greens that make a dramatic difference. These are things that can really, really change your world. You know, I think, and this is a letter I have to read right now, and this one just came in real quick. It's not too long. It says, thank you for talking about this today. You know, I've been diabetic for a while. It took me a long time to embrace and understand that I was diabetic because I've always felt that I felt really, really good. Two years into this, I've dropped 100 pounds. My blood sugar is increasingly normal all the time and staying that way and getting better all the time. I was on four medications. Now I'm on a half a dose of one. I take a lot of stuff that they've recommended it stay healthy. My diet is perfect. I feel incredible. I thought I felt good. Even though I was severely overweight and exhausted, I just got used to it. And, you know, that says it in a nutshell. Congratulations. Uh, It says it in a nutshell. We get used to feeling a certain way. Everybody gets used to things, kind of being a way or a certain way, you know. We get used to things looking a certain way. And, you know, not that we're all ADD. It's just that we, we recognize things, the things we see every day. If you have a friend that's overweight and you've known your friend for a long time and you don't see him for six months, And all of a sudden, you see them, and they've lost a lot of weight. The first thing you think is, oh, my God, what's the matter? Nothing. Why? Well, you're so skinny. No, I was just really fat. 
Well, I mean, but you lost a lot of weight. Yeah, I do. And I feel incredible. I was really fat. But the problem is we have a hard time wrapping our mind around it because we're thinking, oh, my God, what happened to them? Why are they skinny? They were always fat. I, I got used to the other way they look. This is completely different. It's a good different. So definitely. Change is something that is hard to embrace. It's also hard to even recognize because we get so comfortable with feeling a certain way. Blood sugar is one of those things. So when your blood sugar is off the charts or you find out that it's out of control, don't freak out. If you have to go on medicine for a while because it's it's to the point where it could be cardiovascular bad for your body, do what you have to do. But then go home. Start exercising, working exercise into your routine every day. Dramatically change your diet. Maybe embrace a Mediterranean diet. You know, and it would be a really good thing because it would be such a dramatic difference probably from the way that we're eating right now. Number three, go down to stay healthy. Talk with them. Pick up some glucose stability. Pick up some cinnamon, some fenugreek, some bitter melon, and start working on the inside of your body and getting things balanced. Keep that cardiovascular exercise going. Learn how to manage your stress and get it in balance. Learn how to decompress. Make yourself important enough that you set time every day for you to just breathe and decompress from the day. Not only will you help to reset your body and lose weight and get your sugar under control, but you know what? You become so much better and happier as a person. When you don't decompress from the stress in your life, you just carry it to the next day. You know, and it just gets worse and worse and gets more compounded and more intense and more devastating and more hard on your body and more wear and tear until you get to the point when you just absolutely explode or your blood pressure goes up or you have a heart attack or a stroke because you've been bottling this garbage up for so long without releasing it. And I will tell you, although there are businesses out there that are so amazing and they love their staff and they treat them like family and they will do anything and go to the ends of the earth for these people. Many of the companies that you work with that you're out there giving your blood and sweat to, you know, dodging personal things, putting your own life on the back burner, putting your health and your well-being, the health of your family, your own mental and physical health on the line because it's your job and it's your career and it's something that you really, really love and they seem to really be happy with all you do and you've made it your life. They'll replace you as fast as you're gone because it's a business and businesses move on. So take that same focus that you're giving to someone else and your job and your business and something that you love. And that's fantastic to be able to do what you love. And I've been able to do that my whole life. But also take that same focus. And maybe for the first time, allow yourself to put yourself into a better way of focusing on your health and well-being. That same focus, that same intensity that you take to work every day on your deadlines and your work and your research and all those things that you're doing, all those wonderful things, put it into you. Because I guarantee you, after doing it for a short period of time, you're going to say to yourself, oh my goodness, have I been really feeling this badly? Was I really that big? I mean, people are pointing this out now and you're starting to look to yourself. I'm like, oh my God, I'm looking at some pictures. You know, where am I? What's going on? I mean, how bad was I? Did I just get used to this? Have I ever focused on myself? Did I ever take time off? Because when you start to do that, you're going to want your health to be better. And blood sugar is everywhere. The world is becoming diabetic. 
and we're doing it by our own inactivity, our own life choices, our knife, our fork, our spoon, our plate, and our glass. We can change that. But being able to have people to talk to can make a dramatic difference for you. Going to Stay Healthy Health Food Store can really make the difference because you're not doing it blindly. You are actually working with people that can give you information that you can use. True to form, honest to the point, non-sugar-coated information. You don't need a sugar-coated. We've been sugar-coating it ourselves for a long time and putting a blanket over to cover it up. We need to take off the blanket, peel off the Band-Aid, and address the issue. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Make them your one-stop, full-service location for everything health and nutrition every day, all year long. They're amazing. And they're going to make a dramatic difference. And they're going to make you feel good that you're doing something right. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Call them at 877-2494, 877-2494. Call them for mail orders or to get your order together so you can swoop in and pick it up. Don't forget about their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. You can listen to any of my radio show podcasts. They're all there. Have your friends listen. Maybe you hear someone today and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, my friend needs to listen to this. She's recently diagnosed with diabetes. She needs to know there's alternatives. Send her. StayHealthyLasVegas.com. Let her listen to the show when it's convenient for her. Get the on the downloadable on-demand podcast. And when you're there, print a coupon. And enter your email address for future newsletters. Diabetes is something that is more and more common every day. People who never, ever thought they would be diabetic, they are. It doesn't mean they have to always be diabetic. They may be in terms of diabetic, but they may be completely controlled. So do something good for yourself. Do something good for your blood sugar. Read a little, but go to talk to folks that stay healthy. Have a great day, everyone. Take care of yourself. Do something healthy. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.